but most people are telling you should always be skeptical even it's also when I'm speaking and giving you advice here in the videos is if someone is telling you basically that oh don't do tinder don't do uh, even dating ages don't do night game but you won't find good girls in bars and club what they're really saying is they cannot meet girls that way Привет из Мелитополя. Greetings from Мелитопол in the south of Ukraine. Now, I don't expect you to know where Мелитопол is. It's my first time here and in fact, I'm kind of stuck here for a few hours. That's why I decided to just go and make this video now and not wait until I'm back in Odessa. Uh, welcome to the Vodka Vodcast, another episode with me, Connor Klein. This is the Zara Experience and in the last Vodcast, I gave you a primer on real man mindset if you haven't seen that then go and watch that either now or afterwards i will link it up in a card above and down below in the description uh, because this is the second primer i'm going to give you it is a primer from based on my premium dating program slavic seduction secrets there is a link below to Slavic Seduction Secrets in the description to the video. It's on demand as well. Well, it's video on demand, so you can go and invest in that if you want to dive deeper into these topics. But here on YouTube, things are for free. So you get a primer on Slavic mentality intelligence. It is a term that I've coined to describe the emotional intelligence that you need in order to be successful here in dating in Eastern Europe, where it happens to be here in Ukraine, neighboring Russia, big Russian bear, or neighboring Belarus or somewhere else in the former Soviet Union or maybe it's going to be with a Russian a woman from a Russian diaspora somewhere where you were living even so let's dive into today's podcast and what I mean by Slavic mentality intelligence SMI it is an emotional intelligence that you need for here in Eastern Europe for dating uh, the first thing is basically I guess go watch a real man mindset if you haven't seen it because uh, emotionally they want a real man a russian a real man so that's a guy who leads has abundance uh doesn't qualify himself to the ladies basically gets them to qualify themselves to him comes across kind of like the stereotype maybe that you're familiar with about russian men especially ones who have money who show up in french ski resorts um although i think that was more a, st a stereotype in the 90s and basically just throw money all over the place are considered rude uncouth is a word i would use a lot a bit rough um those are the guys that are real men <laughs> and those are the guys that women here emotionally feel attracted to so that's the first thing but again i've already made the primer in that so go watch that first so the first well i guess not the first thing, the second but the first new thing in this video uh for slavic mentality intelligence is you have to understand that traditional gender roles are more uh, common in eastern europe than they are in the west right so uh, basically, those, there's a big dichotomy between how society sees the roles of men and women. When you're dating, I mean, just basically real mindset is based on that. The guy is the, more likely to be seen as the provider. He's almost exclusively seen to be the provider. I actually saw another video, um, that was a while ago, and they interviewed women in Russia on the street, also men, and they said, um, who should pay for, you know, uh, who should pay for things in the relationship? And basically both genders said uh, men should pay for everything. <laughs> That's the bottom line, right? They're seen still as the provider, which obviously is not the prevailing um, policy 
a socially accepted policy, at least our most common policy in the West today, I would say, in most parts. So uh, basically, it was, it was kind of funny in that video. I think at one stage they came, but this is apparently uh, an expression in Russian that uh, a woman says that her money is her money, but his money is our money. And that kind of basically is the mentality here. Men are seen as providers. Uh, women are seen as more beauty objects, kind of the more traditional biology uh, mix in terms of and it goes the same to a certain extent in the West, but it's more extreme here. It's more that kind of old school. I will say that it's basically like been back in my father's time in the UK. So I think back when he would have been dating probably 50 years ago, that is the prevailing mentality here. So uh, women are, as I say, seen more as beauty objects and men are seen more as success objects. Like that basically is the same anywhere to a certain extent, but here it's just more old school and more extreme. So you have to understand that that, that is um, basically what the priority is for women uh, that means that pretty boys guys who rely on their looks a lot don't tend to do very well when they come from the West to Eastern Europe because they're not as valued for their good looks which I mean it's part of DNA and part of the um, biology so they are obviously worth something they definitely I mean it centers paribus if you're a handsome guy versus an ugly a guy then yes you will do slightly better but basically that gives you normally an advantage at the beginning I have another podcast about that I'll link it up above and down below actually you also have a tip Thursday about that again same up above in a card and down below in the description uh, but basically be prepared that gender roles are more stark here and that means if you become a mentality like you want a 50 50 relationship especially in the beginning uh, that's not going to fly with nearly all women in Eastern Europe and then that's this is just not the place for you I'm not saying it's good or bad necessarily to want that it's just that this is not going to be the place i remember i actually met a belgian guy when i was traveling and i met him because he was traveling with a girl who's ukrainian I actually met them in minsk and he said he had an issue with that and that he really didn't actually come to Europe for the women he wasn't interested in them because he wanted that kind of more i guess emancipated relationship some would say western feminist relationship then you're not going to find that here <laughs> there's going to be very few uh western feminists uh radical feminism is not really a thing in eastern europe again i have podcasts about that i'll link them down below in the description you really want to uh dive more into that topic but basically that is the mentality intelligence if you are not projecting that more traditional uh gender role uh then it's going to be a lot harder for you here it's definitely part of the norm i would say in eastern europe so the next point about Slavic mentality intelligence is marriage-minded women. Now this is something I hear by a lot of dodgy marriage agents. There may be marriage agents or matchmakers, they're not extremely dodgy, but basically always use this expression here a lot, marriage-minded women. Listen, <laughs> Slavic women are marriage-minded. All of them, <laughs> basically. Um, a lot of these matchmakers are saying, we have the marriage-minded women. Listen, any woman, if you walk down the street, most of them want to get married at some point or they've already been married if you look at the divorce rates it's like 60% so uh, basically they're all marriage minded it doesn't mean it's going to be forever if you look at a divorce rate that's between 15 and 60% for most of the countries here in Eastern Europe so that's higher than almost anywhere in the West now I know there's a bit of a difference because uh, in the West marriage I think in America so start that marriage at the lowest point in the last I don't know maybe since records began but basically people in the West are less likely to get married so of course then you're probably going to see less um, Less people get married or less suitable maybe and then a lower slightly lower divorce rate but it's already very high in the west it's even higher here and definitely women want to get married uh, so marriage mindedness is huge and that's going to come in in terms of the emotion you have to understand that 
uh, because for women they were going to be if they are interested in you and are serious about having a long-term relationship with you they will be pushing for marriage a lot sooner than you're going to see typically in the west and you have to be aware of that that is going to be a constant pressure for you if you are not you know willing to get married very soon there are lots of good reasons never to get married that's maybe going to be the subject of another video i'll do here on the channel if you should get married to uh, a Slavic woman at all but basically yes they are marriage minded almost entirely and that will become uh, definitely uh, maybe a source of conflict if you're not uh, willing to get married very quick definitely expect it to come up a lot sooner in the relationship than typically in the west maybe even after couple of months so I already alluded to this point when I was talking about pretty do pretty boys not doing so well here in Eastern Europe and that is about basic grooming now uh, definitely when you go out you have to be presentable so I think it gets caught for a lot of Westerners between two extremes here with the mentality is that like if you're going out for dinner you should uh, not be in flip-flop shorts and a t-shirt this wouldn't be seen as you know how we say the dress code for going and meeting a woman on a date uh, Ukrainians, Russians, but always like to get dressed up for the event. Uh, nowadays, a lot, of, especially younger people in the West, they tend to uh, dress down uh, a lot or go to the club. A lot of Americans go to the club without proper shoes and then they get rejected and blah, blah. So definitely uh, be presentable. I think that's the key word. You don't have to look like a Greek statue. You don't have to be handsome. You don't necessarily have to be wearing expensive stuff unless you're interested, of course, in a gold digger. And I'll come to that in a second. Uh, but you have to look presentable. So all these basic stuff like nails, teeth, hair, just group personal grooming. There is an expression here that Mushina dojen bit chuchut kreseve chem abujani. So a guy here, a man must look a little bit more handsome than a monkey. Uh, so there you can see, you don't have to be uh, super beautiful to be attractive. That's not as highly prized, but you need to be presentable at the same time. So definitely make sure that you show up, you know, groomed and wearing the right dress code for, you know, the event. Obviously, if you meet up with a girl, it doesn't mean you have to be dressed in a tuxedo, but you probably want to be, make it practical, maybe have, uh, definitely if you're going to go out in the evening, maybe a dress shirt or, um, you know, with slacks or whatnot and proper shoes. Uh, you, maybe obviously it depends where you're going to go. If you're going to take her to some uh, hipster, <laughs> well, hipster party afterwards, then you're going to be dressed very differently. But definitely make sure that you are presentable because that is something I see with a lot of Westerners here. They either go two weeks, they either go one extreme or the other. They overdo it or they uh, actually look very sloppy. So definitely take care of that. It is something prized by Slavic women and it's part of the uh, motion intelligence you need to understand here judging what to show up in so the final point in this primer video because it's just a primer video for the full uh, shebang I think I used that expression also in another video the last one uh, down below of course is uh, the on-demand option for Slavic seduction seekers I like to go into our Eastern European women gold diggers are they looking for those spondulics that's the only reason that they're interested in men because as I said men are seen more as the provider here now uh, sure, there are lots of gold diggers everywhere. They're not just in Eastern Europe. Now, I think what happens to a lot of Western men, why Eastern women tend to have that stereotype, is that uh, being interested in material goods from a man, because men are still seen as the main provider, is more common here. It is more normal for women to openly say, I want a man to go for money, if they are a gold digger, for example, 
then in the West, where it's kind of frowned upon pretty much to be a gold digger. And uh, then women keep quiet about it and they find different words like, I want them to be generous. Actually, that's another word that they, the scammer girls use here. The ones who are manipulating, they always use the word generous. Basically, that's a red flag if you see that. Um, would I say that overall that women are more gold diggers, materialists, looking for men for money? Maybe slightly, maybe slightly. There's a little bit of truth and a little bit of smoke uh, you know, behind the fire, the reputation, but it's not that extreme. And I think what happens is that, you know, you can come here and be just want a gold digger. I don't see, don't have a moral problem with that, <laughs> uh, but just know what you're doing, right? So the, typically that happens if you lead with money, you start to lead in the interaction about your wealth and whatnot. So if you do that, make sure you don't give your power away, like you understand <laughs> that that's the quid pro quo here and then you're probably going to be fine and you can have your gold digger. I think what happens with a lot of men is they give away their power and they actually turn the gold, the women into a little more or less into gold diggers because they say I'm going to pay for all this and they don't really ask for anything in return. Uh, they just give their power away. They start doing everything for the woman and they look very needy. So overall I would say that if you come here and you want to avoid gold diggers there are the majority of women here are not gold diggers, basically. And if you lead correctly, and you can lead with money if you want, but you have to uh, know what you're doing. And that's where Slavic mentality intelligence comes in. Uh, very importantly, and I go into that obviously in more detail on the program. And just a final point on whether Eastern European women are gold diggers or not, and it'll roll into my kind of sum up here on the, on the primer video. Uh, let me say it this way. If I look at my clients, uh, my friends here, my own personal experience, it, basically you're gonna attract what you're kind of putting out there. So of course, if you lead with, you know, you want a gold digger, then that's probably what you're gonna get. If you're very naive, like I see a lot of Westerners who are not in my social circle will say, um, then yeah, they can end up in that situation. But when I look at my friends and my clients, uh, I didn't, I'd, I'd be hard pressed to think of any of them who were with a girl who is a gold digger. Uh, so. The guys who are more successful, of course, the ones who move here, I mean, they basically have more time. It's a little bit of a duh, well, of course, increases your chances. Uh, and life here in Ukraine is uh, pretty good if you move here, because everything is a fraction of the cost. I have another program of that. I'll link it below in case you're interested. It's not the purpose for today's video anyways. Uh, so yeah, definitely overall not going to be uh, a go uh, likely that she's a gold digger if you do it the right way. But of course, all caveats, Anywhere in the world, you can obviously end up with a gold digger. And there is a little bit of a kernel of truth in that here in Eastern Europe. So why this is kind of rolling is its point is like, you know, I make all these videos on YouTube and I remember I made one about, you know, can you find good girls or something in um, in bars and clubs, for example, because it's something I hear a lot from guys, right? So again, I'll link it down below up in the card if I have space for that video. And it was interesting to read the comments because a lot of guys are, oh, you can't meet the good girls. They were continuing certain people who comment here under my videos about it. And what they're really saying, as far as I can see, is well, they cannot find good girls in bars and clubs because that's not a good environment for them. Uh, they basically probably end up with the gold diggers or the scammers when they go to a bar and club because it's not their natural environment or they haven't learned how to behave in a bar and a club or how to interact or socialize uh, with people in general or with members of the opposite sex in a bar in a club. It's not maybe they meet better women somewhere else or maybe they're just bitter and they never meet women anywhere. Uh, and that is basically when you're you know, coming here to Eastern Europe, either because you've moved or you're coming for a short trip and you want to meet the beautiful women of 
East Europe and the ones who are not scammers, obviously, and the ones who are not probably not gold diggers, uh, then it's not so important which ways you're, you're, do, you're using to do that. So you could be on Tinder, right? Just going on a dating app. You could even be using um, a matchmaking service. I don't think that's necessarily the, the best way to do things for most guys uh, because basically you're paying for dates and you're going to have a weak a week frame from that. And all these women are already on Tinder on dating apps. Actually, when I think of it, I have a consulting client at the moment and he had actually previously paid for a matchmaker um, and uh, he found he actually went on a date with a girl who was actually on that site that he met on Tinder and he hooked up with her. Uh, so it wasn't even the matches they'd given him. And apparently she was interested in him and he met her somewhere else and she, uh, she told him that, yeah, basically they had, I don't know, bought, he, she signed up for another site and they had basically paid to get her profile and put it on. It just seemed like a complete random um yeah just doesn't seem like it was a very good idea in general so basically matchmaking uh not the best <laughs> in general to go to any of those except for in a few isolated cases that go into in other videos um you know you have social circle game when you come here in particular and you live here or you come in a lot you build up a social circle that of course has benefits and downsides as well you have a night game like basically going out to bars and clubs uh, so don't listen necessarily and that, that goes for me maybe I promote a certain way of doing things and you know it's not going to be uh, where I excel so I'm gonna say that's not a good idea now of course I have experience coaching people in different things uh, the different ways to meet women or to interact like as I said day game even did game game videos for example and I don't do it myself um, but I can't knock it 100% because I did make one good contact from doing it over an hour in St. Petersburg, for example, right? So what most people are telling you should always be skeptical, even is also when I'm speaking and giving you advice here in the videos, is if someone is telling you basically that, oh, don't do Tinder, don't do uh, even dating ages, don't do night game, but you won't find good girls in bars club, what they're really saying is they cannot meet girls that way. And what I find with a lot of clients in person, also guys who came on the program is, you know, obviously I can teach you uh, exactly how to maximize your chances uh, and optimize on each of those different ways but normally there's some that are just gonna be more appealing to you like for example um, tinder uh, yeah I, I mean I think if you're not in that showing value either through your looks because obviously a lot of photos or your lifestyle to be in the top 20% at least of the matches that women have then you're basically going to get nowhere but if you are in that might be a pretty good uh, way to do things uh, so definitely I keep all of your options open figure out you know what you can optimize and what you can improve on and probably then focus on you know the ones that are going to work best for you in generating leads and meeting high quality matches because basically that is the whole objective uh, of either my program Slavic selection secrets my personal coaching and probably the whole reason why you're watching these videos on my channel these podcasts is because you want to meet high quality women high quality women or high quality women uh, that are a good fit for you for some sort of relationship so just keep that in mind just to throw that in at the end we go down below in the description slavic selection secrets on demand go check it out if you want to go deeper into this or just write me an email at conrkline at zarexperience.com if you want my personal coaching i also have a link to that down below uh, my di different coaching programs uh, so that's slavic mentality intelligence a primer not the whole thing obviously that's the premium content in the program, but I trust that it is of good value view to be aware of all those points. Uh, if you are coming here to Eastern Europe this summer, it is summer 2021, it's late June. As you see it started, I'm probably sweating a little bit here in the video, uh, here in Militopol. 
and uh yeah i'm gonna go back to adessa adessa mama this evening so probably some more content coming from there probably next podcast will might, might even be filmed there but i will just to let you know have a vlog from this region i have been doing more of these regional vlogs in ukraine so uh lots of that coming up in the travel if you're interested in this country in the next few weeks stay tuned for that in any case drop your comments below and let me know what you thought of this primer and see you in the next video Dopobachna, this vidanya from Militopol in the very south of Ukraine. Papa. Sar experience.